0: This teaching is brought to you by Christian Family Church International. So let me just open up and pray. pray. Father, we come before you in the name of Jesus, and I make it known that I do not trust nor depend on my own limited abilities, but I trust in you. So Father, therefore, Holy Spirit, guide me, lead me, direct me. Every word that I speak will bring glory to your name. It will edify you, Father. In the name of Jesus, I pray. And all those who agree, say amen. Well, God bless you guys. So good to have you guys here with me. I want you to look at this statement here. And it says, beliefs determine behaviors and behaviors determine results. We all have uh, Beliefs whether it's good beliefs or bad beliefs, or, but you've got a belief system, whatever that might be. And that determines your behavior, how you respond. Amen? So if you believe in being a mechanic, then all of a sudden you're going to find yourself around uh, engines and all kinds of spare parts and spark plugs turned you on and all those kind of things, okay? But that's your beliefs and that's your behaviors. And because of that, that also then determines your results. What it is that you do, and you overhaul a car, you revamp a car, whatever it might be. Do you guys understand what I'm trying to say? Amen, family? In the same way, here at the church, we have certain beliefs. So if you are joining us here today online or in all of the over, uh, overflow venues and here in church, if you, we have certain beliefs that determines our behaviors and that determines certain results. And I want to share with you today what we do here at the church and what are the values and the programs and why this is so important. Some changes have have happened, and I want to uh, inform you about those things as well. Some of you haven't been to church, so this is going to sound like this is like, wow, I can't believe this happened. But it only happened last week, and if you were here last year, you would have known. I see you guys didn't like that, so let's go do something that you would like, okay? Number one, what do we believe? First of all, in the, in the, uh, uh, the first thing that we believe is that it is God's will for our church to grow, amen? The Bible says this, for the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. That is the mandate, amen? Number two, or something else here, we don't grow for our egos, I know in days gone by and years gone by, it was all about the numbers, numbers, numbers. And numbers are important because God created the earth and the heavens in six days. And on the seventh day, He rested. Numbers are important. But it mustn't inflate our egos. The bigger my church, the more important I've become. The bigger my church, the more anointing I have. We give God all the praise and the glory for what He's doing here at Christian Family Church. Amen? Come on, give our God a, a great round of applause. Amen. Number, secondly with this, we grow because God so loved the world. Amen, family? Number two, it's a second belief that we believe in. My growth potential is different from yours. I grow perhaps at a different rate than what you grow at. There are certain things that I'm willing to grow in and to want to grow in. Some of you want to do more than that. Some of you want to do less than that. But we understand that people's growth potential are different from one another. But yet we can accommodate everybody. Even if you're slow as a snail or as quick as a hare, whatever it might be, we're going to help you. All right? And we're going to accommodate as far as that is concerned. Because the Bible says, Then God blessed them and said to them, Be fruitful and multiply. Amen be fruitful and multiply. In other words, God wants you to be fruitful and God wants to multiply, amen? Remember the parable of the person with the five talents and the three talents. They multiplied, they were fruitful, well done, good and faithful servant. But the one with one that did not multiply that, you wicked and lazy servant. Is that okay if I say it like that, family? Of course it is, because we need to Speak the word of God. Not that's luck on the ear. Amen? Number three, third thing that we believe is, I can get better. How many of you would agree with it? I can get better in my church attendance. Come on, let me see those hands. I can get better in my praying every day. I can get better in reading the word every day. Hey, I can get better in doing more than just coming to church. There's just over three and a half thousand of you that only come to church. Don't put up your hand now because then we'll all know it's you. Okay? But we can get better at that. Hey, why don't you just join a group this year? Why don't you just do something? Why don't you just go on the growth track? Or something. And that's hopefully what I'm going to be talking to you about. Amen? So we've got to be sure, like John Maxwell says, we need to go from a goal mindset to a growth mindset. So it's not about, okay, these are the goals. Every year we say, these are my goals, and this is what I'm going to do and achieve for the kingdom this year. No, let it be a growth mindset so that you can grow and develop, and then you are good and fit for the kingdom of God. Amen? Because, you know, sometimes, I mean, you look at all the guys now. They're running. Yes, how many people, you just see guys on bikes, because they got new bikes for Christmas, okay? No punted Gideon, but in any case, you know, just saying. All right, and guys are running, new techies, everything. They look, they look the part. But I tell you, when that first cold comes, I'm not an athlete. I'm staying at home. Amen. So let it become your growth, cold, wind, rain, hail. I'm running. I'm cycling. I'm doing whatever I'm doing. Amen. D.L. Moody puts it this way. This is amazing. Our greatest fear should not be of failure, but of succeeding at something that really doesn't matter. Because that same bicycle, that same running tacky, if it's going to keep you away from church every Sunday, because i got to run a race, Pastor Johnny. You said I must get involved in something. But now you're not at church. It's like the guy that got blessed with so much money, so much increase, so much contracts, and now he bought himself a boat. Now he's at the Val Dam every weekend. Only on Sundays. It seems like the Valdemars Sundays only. Come. You can go any day. Amen. So what matters? What matters? All right. Four things. Lost people must be saved. Amen. Number two, saved people must be pastored. That's what we want to do here. Pastored people must be trained. And number four, trained people needs to be mobilized. Which brings me to the vision statement, I believe. I would like to call it the vision statement of Jesus. The statement that he gave us to say, this is actually the vision of the church. Apart from the great commission, all right? But here's the the vision statement of the church, I believe. And it's said through the prophet Isaiah, okay? In Isaiah 61 verse 1 through 2, 61 verse 1 through to 4. The spirit of the sovereign Lord is on me, prophetically speaking about Jesus, but we know the Bible says in the New Testament, you have received an anointing from the Holy One. So the same anointing that is on Jesus, because we've received Him as Lord and Savior, is also on you. Or if you have not received Him yet as Lord and Savior, that same anointing can be on you. Because the Lord has anointed me to do what? Proclaim the good news to the poor. Poor in spirit. Poor in the word. He has sent me to bind up the broken there are many people that are broken hearted. There are many people that are not free. They are captives in the situation that they find themselves in. Whether it's in abusive relationships, whether it's in drugs and, and, and all kinds of other things. Whatever it might be. The good news is that he's come to set you free. And if you've had that broken heart because you love that lo- loved one, he will bind up the broken hearted. That is amazing. So Jesus' vision is man. I can do that for you. You don't have to grieve for 20 years. It's not healthy. Amen. Praise the Lord. Secondly, it goes on to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. It is the year of the Lord's favor. Every year is the year of the Lord's favor. If I'm walking with Him, I, I move and have my being within Him. Amen. It's a year of the Lord's favor. To comfort all those who mourn. To provide those who grieve in Zion. To bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes. We've said it many times that in the past You know, people would go through, their lives would be in ashes. You would be defined as that guy, that girl, that family. But he, I'm here to say to you today, Jesus says, I'm going to bestow a crown of beauty instead of your ashes. Amen, family? No matter how bad it looks, he can bestow a crown. He can take the ashes and create something of beauty out of that. Amen? And then we see it says there, and they will be called Oaks of Christian family church. Okay, you guys didn't get it. They will be called oaks of righteousness, a planting of the Lord for the display of His splendor. They will rebuild the ancient ruins because you come, you broken, God will build into, bind up, strengthen you. Then you can help rebuild those that need it. Amen. Isn't that amazing? They will rebuild the ancient ruins and restore the places long devastated, and they will renew the ruined cities. We will help to build people up. You see, because people that are healthy can help other people. Hurt people hurt other people. Broken people break other people. So we need to help you work through that so you can become productive. Otherwise, you will become a one-talent person and not produce. I don't know about you, but I want to hear, well done, good and faithful servant. Amen, family? Okay? It goes on here to say now, all of this, this is the vision statement, so how do we do it, Jesus? He says, he is the one we proclaim. Preach the cross. Preach the cross, and this is what we do in this church. We understand that. We admonish in the word of God. We have to say it, because some of you have got too many girlfriends. Ooh, Pastor Johnny, I'm going to leave the church. Well, then you need to leave. But let's first admonish you. Amen, is that good? Yes, it's gone quiet here now. Okay, come on, let me hear it now. We're going to stand for righteousness. I'm a tenderpreneur. As long as it's legal, oh well. But if you have to give a billion to give a million, or whatever, that's not from God that money will come and go. If you're living in sin, it lurks at your door wanting to consume you. Hmm. I like it. Can I go deeper? Can I go deeper? All right, okay. And teaching everyone with all wisdom so that we may present everyone fully mature in Christ. Amen, family? That is amazing. We are to proclaim Christ to them. We are to, are to admonish them in the word. Not me with a finger. The word. Amen. Will correct you. Come on family. Alright. Number three. Teach them. Like we do today and tonight and next week when Apostle Theo is going to bring an awesome message on faith. Amen. And number four. Present them fully mature. So that when we go We can go as a united body in Jesus' name. Amen, family? So it goes on to say here in Ephesians, I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom. That is my prayer for you, that God will give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation as you read and study the Word, as you come to church, you're not afar off, but you're close, so that you may know Him better wisdom revelation so that you can know him family is another scripture that's not in here but it says not everybody that says lord lord will enter into heaven don't be the person that knows of jesus but jesus doesn't know you amen filled with wisdom and revelation why i pray that your eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope, the hope of glory to which He has called you. He has called you. You've been designed for a unique purpose. There is no one like you. No one can solve the problems that you solve. You are unique. Know the hopes for which He has called you. The riches of His glorious inheritance in His holy people. That just comes in, so by the way, because you are faithful in everything you do. So with all of that knowledge, with all of those beliefs... We then created four values. Number one, know God. You must know God. Not know of God. You, not, you must know God and He doesn't know you. You must know God. Because you see, your sin separate you from God if you don't know Him. And on the day, we will say, I know you not. Depart from me. I don't want to hear those words, family. Just because you come to church doesn't mean to say you know Him. But this is a good place to start. Amen? Secondly is find freedom. Many of us are dealing with our yesterdays. But we're also creating an environment where you can just really live out your Christianity freely. Free to lead. Do everything. We'll talk about that now. Number three, discover your purpose. What is your purpose? 80% of people don't know their purpose. 80% of people around the world hate their job because they're not living out their purpose. And then number four, make a difference. Do something different. Amen? So let's take them one by one. Number one, know God. The Bible says here in Acts, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, and Samaria, and all the earth. So here we can see it is important in knowing God, we must be filled with the Holy Ghost. We must be filled with the Holy Ghost, and at the end of the service, I'm going to give you the opportunity, if you want to be filled with the Holy Ghost, and you are not, to come forward, and we will pray for you for the unfilling. Is that good, everybody? Okay, so hang on there, we're going to do it soon. Some of you are getting filled with the Holy Ghost perhaps as I'm speaking. It goes on to say then, those who accept this message, those who do accept this message, were baptized. So you, you've got to get baptized as quick as possible whenever we're going to have, when past the year, but when are we having our first Christian growth? Baptism. 11 February, all right? And that's something that you can do. Go in the Christian Grow Seminar, and then you can get baptized. And about 3,000 were added to their number because they were full with the Holy Ghost, because they were baptized in Jesus' name. Isn't that amazing? Amen, family? Then also, we've got to be reaching the lost. It must be my primary purpose. Amen? We don't believe in shouting and screaming and spitting on everybody on every corner, but we do believe that you need to disciple somebody. You need to speak the word of God into somebody's life. Be a witness through your behavior. Model your behavior. So people say, man, there's something different about you. I don't know what it is, but I want that. Amen? People can come to you and trust you and say, hey, man, can you just help me with this or that or whatever it might be? And show them the love of Christ. Amen? Create services. We create services. That's why, to know God, where the worship is amazing, where the aircon is comfortable, where the lights is nice, where the seats don't hurt your bum after 10 minutes. Okay? We create services that both the saved and the unsaved people love to attend. They say, I don't know what it is, but I just love it when I'm in there. We don't want to be too religious. We are not a religious organization. We believe in Christ, the Messiah, the Savior of my life. Amen, family? That's what we want people to understand. Come on, do a better job than that. Secondly, we want to find freedom. If you're dealing with your yesterdays, we're going to help you in this church. Previously, we used to run away. If somebody said, I'm dealing with uh, pornography, then we'd say, okay, Uh, I'll come back to you. Because we don't know how to do it, but now we embrace it. We want to help you. In actual fact, there are many other people that are struggling the same way. And you might just find when you get to a group, they might say, you too? yours is struggling? So am I. And I'm great that we can take this journey together. You might not be alone. Amen, family? And that's why you can find freedom. As far as that is concerned. Also, the part of freedom groups or free market groups is, therefore, confess your sins to each other. Not like the typical priest with a thing in the middle. Okay? Forgive me, Father, I've sinned. It's been five days since my last confession. Okay? Or the Roman Catholics. No. You don't. I'm talking about just sitting with the hairdresser. You woman can do this brilliantly. Now, let me tell you, young, yes, the dust and that and the wheel and dang, the mosquitoes, the price of meat, this, that, that. I don't know. You guys can talk every, you confess and some, <laughs> your sins and your daily living, <laughs> why, because you feel comfortable, you feel comfortable, and that's what we want to encourage here, when you're in a group, and you feel comfortable, you can relate to somebody, you can talk, and say, hey man, I'm struggling, I'm struggling, and those leaders that are around you, will know, hey man, not to worry, we're going to help you, I'm going to take you on a journey, I'll walk the, the road with you, that's what we want to do as far as this is concerned, amen, all right? Because real life change happens in the context of relationships or groups. Amen, family. My running group, in the beginning, nobody knew that I was a pastor. Now, they, now they're catching on because it's a little bit difficult to keep quiet. Because when we run at Atlas Road, and my picture in those days, that's why we're taking the picture off now, is on the thing. Say, hey, but that's you. Oh, I can't talk now, I'm so tired. And people come to you, can you help me with this, can you pray for me? Just one lady, our, 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 like a, a cup captain uh, for the area, she, she had breast cancer, stage four. We had a quick meeting in Paula, drank a cup of coffee, I prayed for her, uh, six weeks later I heard she was testifying, not to the Lord, unfortunately, but I know it's God, that she's in remission on her cancer, amen? Isn't that amazing? I know it's God, I know it's God. Real life change happens around a cup of coffee at the Wimpy Bar or at the Mug and Bean or whatever. Amen, family? All right? So therefore, to find freedom, we create interesting small groups where people can experience community, find freedom, and grow. Amen? That's what we wanted to do. It's not like when you're stuck in a group in the old days. You're stuck forever. And don't you leave. Now we say, hey man, after six months you say, hey, I like the Bible study. That's lacquer. Let me go now to, uh, let me join your running group, Pastor Johnny. Or let me go to this, or to that, or to outreach, or whatever the case. Hey, glampers, camping, uh, uh, bushwhackers, whatever it might be. And do whatever you feel is going Just stay connected. Very important. Hey, so by the way. Today, you can go to the groups counter right there behind the sign desk in the mall, all right? Sign up starts today. Go and find out about groups. Speak to our pastors there. They will help you. And then pretty soon, because we realize this is the number one reason for counseling in the church, marriage. So marriage groups are starting where we're going to go live and in person soon. So we're going to present it here at the church. All right, so just keep your eyes peeled for the dates. Those of you who are thinking of getting married, you need to get onto this. As quick as possible, we're going to be doing this soon. It's going to be amazing. Amen. You guys still with me? All right, let's go for number three. Discover your purpose. As I said earlier, 80% of people do not know their purpose. And it's so important that you do. We have different gifts, the Bible says in Acts, according to the grace given to each of us. There's certain things that you do so well. There's certain things that I cannot do, but you do it so well. Then there's again things that I can do well that you cannot do well. And because of that diversity, all right, different gifts according to the grace given to each of us, that's how the Lord has designed us. Amen. It goes on to say So Christ Himself gave the apostles, this is now the fivefold ministry, gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, and the teachers, which is the fivefold ministry, most of the time, people in full time ministry, to do what? What I'm doing right now, to equip his people for works of service. And this four values and programs that we have is part of that works of service. So that the body of Christ may be built up. Look at it this way. The pastors are equippers. Or the fivefold ministry are equippers. And the people are ministers. Yes, that cell group leader is your minister. That person that is in the group that's listening to you, that's teasing your hair while this is going on, that's your minister you do not have to have a badge to say I'm a pastor anybody everybody can do that are you with me family we encourage that because we're helping to equip you and the people do ministry you can't say no pastor Johnny that's an easy cop-out you get paid to do this no this is God's calling on your life this is God's calling on your life you are the minister amen So therefore, because of that, to discover your your purpose, we created a growth track where people can discuss their spiritual gifts and passions. A four-step growth track process. One, two, three, four. First week, you can somehow become a member, see what we do with all the money in the church, what our church is all about, our governance. And we say, if you don't like this church after you've been there, tell us and we'll refer you to 10 other good churches in the city. Amen. Because if you like this church, then be part of what we're doing here. That's, that's what we say. Alright? Discover your spiritual gifts and your passions. Number four, make a difference. Make a difference. Be the difference. It says here, this is to my father's glory that you bear much fruit. Showing yourselves to be my disciples. Can you bring that music up a little bit more? Bring it up for me. Yes, thank you. Showing yourselves to be my disciples. I've told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. That's God's purpose for your life. His joy in you, so your joy can be full. You see, because God is already hardwired every person here today to live a life of transcendence. Transcendence means importance, prominence, right up there. God has not created anybody or hardwired anybody to be subservient. Now, we, that's our attitude. But you, I was never designed to be a nothing. There's no such thing. No such thing. Everybody has been hardwired to live a life of transcendence, prominence, dominance that's who you are in Christ and when his joy his joy folds you that you may have joy amen family I wanted to also give a shout out to our youth they, they will be watching this now in the second service hey guys in the youth you got to be part of this amen because of that how do we make a difference we a dream team people can serve on the dream team be connected with a God given dream so lean in let me me talk to you for a minute four things that this church is all about to ensure that God that we can equip you so that you can be ready to minister to the people we do four things number one we get you to know God great, great weekend services where your unsaved friends can come and you know exactly what to expect. We're not going to do it any different. Secondly, you can find freedom here. If there's challenges yesterdays, we will help you to solve them, but you can be free to lead, free to do whatever it is that God has put inside of you because He's hardwired you for dominance, preeminence, transcendence. Thirdly, is to discover your purpose. What is my purpose? I know my purpose. My purpose is not to serve in children's world. But there's many other areas that I can can serve in. Like Sean, teacher Saul, he's called. He loves it. And then lastly, number four, make a difference. Join our dream team. And family, we don't do this because we want to keep you busy. We want to do this Because because God has given each and every one of you a gift. And He wants to see it fully developed. So on that day, whether you're a five-talent person or a three-talent person, never the one-talent person, according to the parable, that you will hear, well done, good and faithful servant. I've given you little or much, and you've increased much. Now enter into the joy of the Lord. Amen, family? That is God's plan for you. If you believe that, come on, give the Lord a mighty shout of praise. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Today, I trust that you've received. And if you're here for the first time and you have not made a decision today, then perhaps I'm speaking to you. Or perhaps you are here, you, you would like to, to recommit your life to God, then I'm speaking to you this morning. Or perhaps you're not sure of your salvation. You're not sure if you were to die today, whether you would go to heaven or hell. And you heard me. I heard you, Pastor Johnny. You were talking about that I've got to live this life for God. And He's created all these gifts and passions inside of me. And this is His desire. I've been hardwired this way. But if you are here today and you've been running away, perhaps like a prodigal son, Or perhaps you're just the one talent person says, I'll keep the one thing that you give me. I'll just keep it shiny, but I'm not going to increase. I want to hear, well done, good and faithful servant on that day. If you are here today, you do not know Jesus. My friend, you need to know him. Your life will change forever. will never be the same. I give you that undertaking. My life has never been the same. In 25 years of serving the Lord. Wow, the 10th of January. Hey, this week, 25 years of serving God. So for you, won't you take this step today? Let this be your first day. Let this be your next step in making Jesus Lord and Savior of your life. You know where you've gone wrong. You know what you've done is not right. You know that you need to return. I don't have to remind you of that. You are here today because God drew you to this church but just so that I can see that you mean business with the Lord every head is bowed every is closed won't you just raise your hand to heaven in the count of three Are you ready one two three just raise it up and say here I am I raise my hand Lord I just show you that I mean business for you that helps us our leaders just to come and lay their hand on your shoulder and once a leader has put their hand on your shoulder You can take your hand down. But until then, just keep it up for a moment. Oh, so many hands going up. So amazing, amazing. Praise God, praise God. I see those hands. I see those hands. Some of you are perhaps resistant. Pastor Johnny, I don't want my sins to be known. Hey man, you don't want it to be known in front of everyone. Today you have the chance to make right with Jesus yourself. Commit. Make that decision today one more invitation. If you want to make Jesus Christ Lord and Savior of your life, raise your hand right now. One, two, three, quickly. Wherever you are, I see that. Thank you. Thank you. Now each and every person that has raised their hand, there's a leader now putting their hand on your shoulder, merely coming to agree with you in prayer. And I'm going to ask you to say this prayer out aloud with all of us. We are all going to do it because we've done it before. But we're going to do it again because we want to stand with you. We want to encourage you. And so we we're gonna do this right now. Are you ready? Let's say this. Father in heaven. Can you say that again? Father in heaven, I come to you in the name of Jesus. Thank you for dying on a cross for me, saving me from going to hell. From this day, I commit my life to you. I believe in my heart, and I say with my mouth, Jesus is lord of my life i receive you as savior from this day and i promise to serve you with all of my heart in jesus name i pray amen thank you for joining us during this episode of living life with dr theo and bev Vollmerance. we hope that through this inspired teaching you had an encounter with god